saving money isn't a top priority for those under the age of 30. Avocado on toast and a subscription to the Kentucky coffee tree seems more important, older folks might say. I'm fed up of hearing about that ruddy avocado and toast stereotype. Perhaps we're getting carried away and it's unjust to those millennials who can't afford to fund their lifestyle. Well, today we hear a story from Louie who decided to take a step back and to reevaluate her financial plan. Ditching the regular holidays and daily spending like the abominable snowman, but no, she's vowed to find something more sustainable. Leaving a podcast review isn't that unattainable. All you have to do is type in a few words and then it's done. This is The Art of Money Saving Now. Let's have some fun. You've tuned into the Art of Money Saving.com podcast. My name is Joshua and this is the place where you can come every single Wednesday to hear inspiring financial stories from everyday people. So whether you're on your debt-free journey or whether you're a millionaire, this podcast is created for everyone. Enjoy the episode and see you next time. Louis, thank you so much for coming on the Art of Money Saving podcast. It's a pleasure to speak to you, and I'm really looking forward to this conversation. So first of all, can you tell my guest a little bit about where you're from and what you do? Where I'm from? That's quite um, a big question, so it depends (laughs) what you want to know. Um, I'm originally from Zambia, so I was born there, and then we moved to the UK when I was fairly young. Um, so I kind of grew up in Cambridgeshire and I've lived there quite, quite a long time. I need to leave at some point. <laughs> um, <laughs> and essentially I did business and management at uni. I was one of those people that didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life. I kind of just like went along with things and, um, ended up loving entrepreneurship, um, personal development. And that kind of led me to what I started doing, which is a podcast. And in my day job, I work within telecommunications. I'm really passionate about like project management and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, that's a bit about me. A lot to dive into there. <laughs> Fantastic. But first, before we do that, I'm going to do a quick fire round, which mm-hmm. I haven't done in a while, but it's always a bit of fun. So first thing that comes to your head City break or countryside? City break. Classic, me too. Mm-hmm. Camping or a hotel? Uh, hotel. <laughs> I feel like I want to be more cultured, but Very yeah, good. hotel. Yeah. <laughs> work from home or going into the office? Um, I would say right now work from home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're not alone saying that. Very good. And Apple or Android? Apple all the way. <laughs> oh, interesting. We were we were on the same pathway until the last question. Okay. What what's your Very what good. do you have against Apple? <laughs> I don't have anything against Apple. I just made transition to Android mm-hmm. a couple of couple of years ago and I've been quite impressed yeah. actually. My sister's the same and as si- you. And since we're on a She absolutely loves really yeah, Android, yeah. I'm like, no, Apple all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Well, do you know, it, I must say, uh, since this is a, a financial podcast, it was the cost of the iPhone. I thought, you know, do I really, can, can I really justify spending that much on a mobile phone? I thought, well, I looked at the Android equivalent yeah. and it had all the same specifications. I thought, well, no, it's a couple of pounds cheaper. So a couple of hundred pounds cheaper. So I'll go for that. That's what I did. But I mean, you can't deny that Apple products are very beautiful they look very nice and flashy and clean and symmetrical yeah so 
I can understand your your point there. <laughs> Very good. So you've described yourself as going through, have gone through a mindset shift in your mid twenties. So going from multiple holidays a year and not being a great saver. Can you tell us about that mindset shift, where that began, where that came from, or what that's looked like? My parents never really talked to me about finances. They never really spoke to me about how to manage money, how to any of that stuff. So it was one of those situations where I kind of just um, finished uni, had a job, and I didn't really think about anything past that. I just kind of thought about, you know, spending money, going on holidays with my friends and that type of thing, especially because growing up, I didn't really go on that many holidays. So it was like my chance to really just have fun, essentially. Um and then it wasn't up until it wasn't up until my older sister moved back around where we live where we I was like telling her I really want to improve my finances and things like that and she was like looking through all of like my cuz she's an accountant and she works in finance now she's looking through all of like my bank statements and stuff like that and she was just like Louis you spend so much money on x y and z and like why don't you do this and why don't you do that and I think it really showed me that actually where I am right now the amount of money I'm making I can actually put a lot away for the things that I want to do such as saving for more mortgage the the things I want to do in life outside of just having fun so um yeah that really changed my mindset on like actually what I can do right now and how I can improve so that was like maybe three years ago and then being a Christian as well, one of the things that made me start thinking about how I need to spend my money was about being intentional about what I do with my money. So like on my vision board, I've got a little mm-hmm. thing. I actually brought it with me where I've written like um, basically a finance mantra, which I can go into a bit later if you want. But yeah, it's, it's about 10 different points that guide how I hope to spend my money. What was really interesting about our communication before the podcast is you said, oh, I don't know, it's a it's a money podcast. That's not really my my area of expertise. And I think it's yeah. re- it's really great that you've come come on the podcast and be open minded to to speak to to me. And I think it uh, the podcast is all the more richer because it's it's important that we hear stories from from everyone, all walks of life, and it's it really really informs yeah. us. So that that's fantastic. So. Tell us a little bit about the the relationship you have with your, with your sister, and do you think it was important that it was her that was telling you, "Oh, you know, let me look at the bank statements." Did was was your sister giving you that information coming from a family member? Was that helpful, or would it be an offensive coming from someone else? Do you think? Um, I don't know. So I think sometimes within my personality, I can be kind of like. I've got the answers. I've figured this out. I've looked into it. And um, I can also procrastinate a lot as well. So at the same time, it's like when it comes to things that I don't really know a lot about, I might procrastinate or I might do do some research and think this is enough research. But um, not everything works on everyone. And I think the biggest thing was for me to realize about who I am and like my just basically the way that I think and what's going to work for me. So for me, what works is being very simple, like having everything very simple. And I think it just got to the point where I was like, okay, I'm getting older. I need to like (laughs) put my ego aside and just speak to my sister. She's about five years older than me. She's got a lot of life experience over me and she's done really well. She got her first mortgage, you know, quite young and she's done really well with her money. So it was just, 
a natural step for me to ask her about that. And to be honest, I mainly go to my sister to do with like finance questions and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it was, Fantastic. it did take me a while to go to her, but when I did, um, I felt better cause she didn't judge me. She didn't make me feel bad about it. Um, but she did say it in a way that made me really think as well. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There's a very famous personal finance personality in, in the States called a guy called Dave Ramsey, who is a big Christian yes, personality. I read, yeah. And he has a, yeah. And he has a, this radio phone in show. And he's a bit of a Marmite figure. Some people love him. Some people hate him, but that something that he said stuck with me for a long time. And, he, and someone phoned in and they described a similar situation to what you were describing. And uh, someone had to, discovered what we call the personal finance bug. So they just got into mm -hmm. saving and investing. They're very passionate about it. And they wanted to share that information with their family and friends. But it, it was kind of falling on deaf ears. And he said, you know, what should I do? I'm really passionate about this, but they're not hearing the message. And he said, just, just let it rest. And by taking these actions yourself and uh, living a life full of intention and being really purposeful and a good steward of your money at some point that will, the penny will drop. And, uh, and it's really interesting that I think through your story, it's been a similar uh, experience with your sister. She's, Oh wow. She's five years older. She's done this. She's done that. I, let me ask these questions. I think that sums it up so, so well. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. That's and cool. I also think, just to quickly add, I think in our 20s, we think we're going to be like young forever. And then the years go by so quickly to the point where you're like, I actually need to get my life together. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. So I think that was also just realizing that like time isn't going to wait for me. I just need mm -hmm. to do what I can with what I have. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that transition as well from a lot of people in their 20s going to university and then coming out and you get that that big salary, your first salary. And it's an exciting moment mm -hmm. when you think, wow, you know, mm -hmm. I can, I've gone from being a poor student. <laughs> yeah, I have money. Wow, I can spend yeah. whatever I want. And I think managing that in the correct way is, is a good lesson. But, but also making mistakes. It sounds like you made some mistakes. I certainly did when I was in my... 20s just after finishing university and those are things that stay with you and you learn lessons of them and so long as you have that moment I think of oh okay I've got to take this seriously now and, and think about how I how I manage things I think it's important to have that yeah. penny drop moment so um yeah but I, I also at the same time don't regret my journey yeah 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 <laughs> all the holidays I went on, all the things that I learned about myself. Okay. Um, I think it, I needed that journey to get me to where I am now. Um, yes. Yeah. Fantastic. So tell us a little bit about this financial mantra that you've devised or written out. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about that. <laughs> so it's nothing that's re probably revolutionary, but um, yeah, I think people that are Christians will probably resonate with that. So it's very based on, yeah, my faith. So yeah. uh, my mantra is I am content and happy with what I have, because I think a lot of times we might look at kind of going back to what I said when I was talking about my sister. It's like mm -hmm. you might think, oh, I don't have enough money to put up this amount, this amount away um, for the goal that I have, whether it's a house, whether it's, I don't know, business that you have. 
but just realizing that actually looking at what you have and what you can actually do with it um i think that was kind of the mindset behind that sure. i honor god with what i have so that is about being able to tithe being able to give to other people as well i have financial freedom even though i don't have financial freedom right now i want to have financial freedom so i put that there as my mindset mm-hmm. i work mm-hmm. onto the lord that means when i'm going to work i put in 100% i work hard obviously i'm not perfect <laughs> with that mm-hmm. i've had hard days like today was a really hard day actually um but i try and have the mindset which is kind of goes back to my whole my podcast about being the soul like having the mindset of like i'm working onto the lord i'm a cheerful giver um one thing I want to be able to do is to give cheerfully. I don't want to, um, if I give to somebody, I don't want to feel like I'm counting down the days when they have to pay me back and stuff like that. Because from my beliefs and what the Bible says, it says we should be able to give freely. So I want to be a cheerful giver. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wrote down, it's not wrong to be rich, but it's wrong to obsess about it. I think within the Christian faith, there's a big thing about like some people are really against being rich and wealthy and having businesses and stuff like that. And I'm passionate about business and, and growing wealth. And, um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think it's the way that you view it and what you do with it, essentially. Yes. The seventh one is I'm wise with my money and I find the best ways to invest and use it. So that's something that I'm still looking into and that I'm doing now as well. Um, I don't worry about money. So that's one thing I, I do now. I try not to worry about money, which helps because I have a job and things like that. But obviously, if I wasn't in this yeah. situation, that would be a lot more difficult. I don't work for money. I work for God and money works for me. <laughs> so that basically just means, yeah. So I bet people are like, oh, she's a bit weird. But basically, what I mean by that is I truly believe that whenever I, um, yeah, I work on to, to God and yeah, I'm essentially working for God. I'm not working for a paycheck or I'm not going for a job just because it's going to pay me X amount of money, but I'm going for purpose. I'm going for a mission. I'm, I've got a purpose behind what I do. And that is my faith, if that makes sense. And the Absolutely, last one is sure I am that, blessed yeah. and highly favored. So those Absolutely. are the 10. Wow, what a what a great list. And I think for, I mean, a lot of people <laughs> listening to the podcast here will, will not be Christians, but I think there's something yeah. definitely that, that people can take away. Well, can you remind me what point number nine was again? The Coaching Conversation 2024. This podcast is 100% dedicated to leadership and leadership within the workplace coaching area. We work with companies throughout the world teaching leaders how to coach their employees. This podcast is dedicated to teaching specific strategies, frameworks, coaching models, and now artificial intelligent strategies to help leaders drive greater teamwork, collaboration, cooperation, greater attitudes, better motivation, coaching career development, just to name a few. I hope you'll check out our podcast. was I don't work for money, I work for God, and money works for me. Yeah, exactly. So that's the mindset of, like, I once I have money, it's working for me. What I choose to do with it, what it's going to build in my life, that is essentially it working for me rather than me working for it. Absolutely. That makes sense. Yeah, I absolutely Mm -hmm. love I mean, for someone that says you're not really uh, clued up on the topic of money, I think that's really (laughs) fantastic. Well done. (laughs) Wow. Thank you. What a mantra. What a mantra. (laughs) (laughs) 
Ladies and gentlemen, this is just a very brief interjection to say a big thank you. I've had 1,748 downloads in the last 30 days, and it's just fantastic to see the podcast going from strength to strength, and also new listeners coming in every week. Now, a great way to introduce new listeners to the podcast is to share an episode. So if there's an episode that you particularly enjoyed, an interview that really stood out to you, share it with a friend. Uh, Top episodes are Frugality Will Save Your Finances, episode 55. It's got almost 500 downloads now. How to Save Money in 2021 with the wonderful Jordan Cox. And uh, Becoming a Debt-Free Homeowner, that's um, episode 52. So there's loads of interesting interviews out there. Go back through the the catalogue and check some of those out. And if you haven't already, of course, feel free to leave a podcast review. Now, back to the episode. So yeah. you you told us a little bit snippet. So you've started this podcast called You Are the Salt, and it's designed for millennial mm-hmm. Christian women. And first of all, just mm-hmm. to tap into this this name. So I think this is a this is an interesting topic. So just I think was it about six weeks ago or something. This was the mm. the Bible verse that I was hearing in the in the church pew for the sermon. They were talking about the salt. So. It's a fairly old-fashioned concept, isn't it? The the idea of salt being a preservative, and I think it's a but it's a really really cool name. So, can you tell us about why where the name originated and why you yeah. started this podcast? Basically, I was very passionate about business, and I was trying to figure out how to, yeah. I guess the the real meaning behind my podcast is actually about being kingdom minded first. Mm -hmm. But then I was thinking at the same time, not everybody's at the same level in their faith, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. And I just thought it would be great for people to think about how they can be the salt in the workplace. It's kind of a more easier thing to accept, if that makes sense. There's a verse in the Bible which says, um, seek first the kingdom and everything else will be added on to you. But sometimes that can be very daunting to people. So um, when I started reading the verse, Matthew um, 5.13, I just really was passionate about the fact of like, just however much you know about the Bible, wherever you are in your faith, you can be the salt and the light. Mm. Um, And essentially I help young women like myself, I'm still going through this journey, kind of wrestle with the the thoughts that they have, whether it's doubt, whether it's like, how do I spend money as a Christian? Whether it's like, I want to be rich. Is this okay as a Christian? Or just like, how do I be a better person in the workplace? Um, So all the questions I've had along the way, I've kind of put into this podcast and I've answered the ones that I can answer and the ones that I don't know, I bring people along to answer those questions. So we had a lady called um, Caroline Marsh, who's like millionaire um, in property, amazing lady god filled she was amazing so she gave us um advice on how to have a growth mindset and then um i've had other people on there who just talk about different things of like how to navigate relationships how to navigate um yeah success highlighted a really good point and one of my uh, concerns or filters i would say is that when we hear a lot of the the growth mindset stuff uh, on Instagram or Facebook, whatever it is. And it, often I have to put my own filter on those things and remember the the bigger picture of my life and particularly of faith. And I, I think that's what's really great is having a resource from yourself, giving a Christian perspective, is that 
to, 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 to be reminded that, yeah, we can have a, a growth mindset and we can grow our businesses. And, and actually that a lot of that stuff is, is good and, and it's, it's right to do and it's biblical, but it's about coming, coming about it in the, the right mm-hmm. perspective. So is there a way to deal with ambition? and a work drive in a way that is is really balanced and, and wholesome. So, for example, you talked about the, the lady that you had on your podcast, the, the millionaire property owner. Is there anything that she said that mm-hmm. you thought, oh, wow, that, that really makes sense. That's something I can apply. You know, so I think what I learned from her was kind of, it doesn't matter where you start off. She didn't have a degree. Um, doesn't matter kind of the things that people say, like you have to believe in yourself all of those things. Sometimes believing in a higher power actually gives you more confidence than believing in yourself. So the fact that she believed in this God who's bigger than her, who can do anything, helped her achieve what she needed to do. So I think ambition for a Christian a lot of times is rely is is based on what God God's will is. And if you're open to God and what he has for you and partnering with God, I believe that you can be successful in whatever it is. It doesn't always mean it's going to make money necessarily her path was to make money her path was to be a millionaire but that's not everybody's path um but one thing I think I learned from her was just to just to go for it and just to ask questions and just to be that person who speaks to the speaker and you never know what could happen and also to have that time of um praying and fasting and being with God and really having that clarity because I really believe in being in alignment and being on the right path for your life Mm -hmm. um so those are a couple of things I learned, yeah, Absolutely. from her. Yeah, very much so. And I think it's it's really good to hear that, that you have that realisation about where people are at in their own journeys of, of faith or, or whether they have no faith as well. And that's why what I try to be really sensitive about on the podcast is a way of including these these opinions. I can speak about my opinions as a Christian, but in a way that everyone can listen in and and help them think about, even if they don't agree, think about things in another way and, and challenge them in another way as well. And I, I think that's what's so so great about your resources is that it's targeted for a specific group of people, uh, but within that, mm-hmm. you're you're allowing people to challenge themselves and, and to grow. And I've listened to a number of your podcasts and I, I really love the variety of wow. of guests that you have. And I think it's a, a really, really worthwhile, interesting project. It's yeah. super, super interesting. Yeah. My pleasure, my pleasure. <laughs> so uh, there's one other yeah. question. So when we have this growth mindset, I mean, I just had it today, Instagram, um, Clubhouse, I just turned it on. You know, mm-hmm. make hay while the sun shines. You're not going to put anything if you don't get out of it. Go, 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 go. <laughs> and you, you just <laughs> have this feeling that oh, I had, I had that experience yesterday, right? So I got two YouTube videos out, I edited a podcast, and and preparing for my next opera contract, and there's all of this stuff happening, oh. and. I just got to the end yeah. of the day and I was exhausted. I was like, oh man. And I, I didn't feel fulfilled. So I'm wondering, my next question for you is, yeah. is that should we stop from time to time? Let's think about Sunday. Let's think about Sunday. So I've been having a conversation mm-hmm. about Sunday with my wife recently. There's a, a lovely mm-hmm. podcast guest that I had on a couple of weeks ago, the frugal expat Steve. I've seen on his Twitter, he's been okay. saying, it's Sunday. 
rest up, get ready for Monday, it's time to go. Is that something that you subscribe to yourself? I must admit, I'm I'm pretty guilty of, you know, uh, the odd bit of work on Sunday and, and um, what, what are your thoughts? Yeah. I'm going to be 100% honest. No, I don't always live up to that. That is something I'm that is something that I care about, like having my Sundays free and just having that day of rest, because I think that's so important Um, just to be able to have the right perspective in life, you know, but it doesn't always happen, especially now, like I've got a new role and so many things happen that sometimes I don't really get to do that. But I always feel bad when when I do that, because I think it's so important to have that, um, that day of rest. And even like, when you research into even just like sleep, sleep is so important. Like rest is so vital for us. Um, so right now I've taken like the longest break on my podcast. I didn't think I was going to take a break, but I ended up having to take a break and I just really had to realign. Um, I just always want whatever I do to kind of have a real meaning and for there to be like a reason behind why I'm doing it. And so I took time to kind of hear from God, like what he wants me to talk about, who he wants me to bring on. Mm. And I've got some things coming up. Um, And I think that's, those are the things I always do the best. I've found that whenever I'm just trying to, trying to, obviously I have a business degree. So whenever I'm just trying to think of ideas and stuff like that, those don't always do well. But when I'm really intentional, when I'm really seeking God's face, those are the times that things just do amazingly well. Um, and people, and I think because I've been doing that, people are resonating with it. People, like I'm not a big podcaster, but people that have loads of views and loads of followers are inspired by my podcast because there's something that they connect with. And that's because I'm not trying to, yeah, I'm just trying to do what I think God is asking Absolutely. me to do. Absolutely. And I, I mean, at the end of the day. So I kind of went off topic, no, no, but no, yeah, no, I believe no, in rest. No, having no rest. you make a really good point. And at the end of the day, that's what... Yeah. podcasting is all about really it's about someone can tune in and they can mm. be challenged or they can go away and they can think oh wow or it makes them smile or there's something about it that they can cling on to and they think wow that was that was great can you really outline this idea of growth mindset but also living life in in a really balanced way how do we marry those two things together i don't know how to answer the question but I think there is something about growing. I think it's, in, it's it's good to be intentional. We are meant to grow. We are meant to learn. Like even the Bible says, like when I was a child, I thought like a child, I behaved like a child. And now I'm an adult. Like you have to do those things, the seasons, there's, there's ways of being. Um, but when it comes to overdoing it, like for instance, one thing that my, one of my mentors from my church, my, one of my friends, um, Aruna always says to me is like, why are you, doing this so like my growth mindset with my podcast for instance could be being excellent in what I do that's that's a growth mindset some other people's growth mindset could be the numbers like you need to have this many numbers you need to have that Mm -hmm. and so he really taught me from a Christian perspective of how to have a growth mindset so the growth mindset is more so about excellence it's more so about being consistent more so about strike creating a life that you're able to do what you need to do. So like being organized, you know, delegating to people, that kind of thing, that's more so the growth mindset rather than just like the output because Mm. the output 
if your believer is ultimately down to God. So hopefully that answers your question. I think it depends how you view growth. Yeah, I I think you've outlined that really fantastically there. And what we have to remember as well is I think you've summed it up so well that those attributes, being an excellent worker, turning up on time, being consistent, those are things that we can control mm. and and we can improve and we can yeah. set the barrier really high and make sure that we turn up and we are consistent. But those other things like numbers or growing business, those things are often out out of our control. So it's, it's interesting. I, I'm quite close to your mentality of, of controlling those things that you can control and struggling a little bit with those mm. I, with growth mindset idea of oh, I've got to get this X amount of numbers because we are a society obsessed with with numbers and growth and, and this. So it's it's really good to ground yourself in those, those uh, qualities that you can control and, and, and monitor your own behavior and make sure you're a good steward of your wealth or whatever. It was a good yeah. steward of your time as well. That's a really tricky one. <laughs> Sometimes I'll be at work and like say – you know, you get a job. Most people might just want to do their nine to five and leave. But I will be like, oh, there's this position I could do. Or I could be a volunteer person and like, you know, meet all of these people within the exec team. And yeah, and I, I just, I don't know. I'm just always open to opportunities. Um, but I guess I don't think of it as being ambitious. I kind of just think like that would be cool to do. Yeah. Um, I only realized that is an ambition when somebody pointed it out. Um, but I didn't really know that that was actually ambition. I just kind of thought, yeah, why would I not want to do that? Why would I not want to make my work life more interesting and be part of this other network and get to know these other people and learn more things and stuff like that? But, um, yeah, I think for me, what I used to think of ambitious ambition was more so like getting to the top of my field and and I think and I think that will happen for me, but at the moment I just think I'm just trying to be excellent where I am and, and I've got a good job. Like it's not like I'm I don't but I'm also trying to just enjoy where I am and just yeah, have peace <laughs> for, for a bit. Cause I think the last couple of years I've moved around a lot and been in loads of different jobs and stuff and, and I'm ready just to settle mm. now. Very good. Yeah. I mean, on one hand, that I think that ambition is amazing. But then on the other hand, ambition is almost the curse of the millennial, isn't it? Because uh, there's that fantastic video, mm. and I can't remember who did it, but he said one of the biggest problems with millennials is they, they want to make that impact and they go into a company and within that first one or two months, like, I'm here to make the impact. And when, when they don't see the fruits of their labour... They move on to the next thing where and they right. I'm going to make an impact with this. Uh, so I think that's yes. that's really it's really wise. It's it's finding this uh, this way of of it's always a balance. I I often say this word balance, but life is a balancing act. <laughs> I think. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I think also the thing the issue with like our age group or young people is just the fact that like we always think things are going to be better than mm-hmm. they are in a way like we're always striving for things that we don't have and so we don't know what it feels like to get there and then we get there and we're like oh this isn't how it should feel and I think yeah it just goes back to what we were saying about being happy just enjoying where you are looking for the fruit in what you're doing now because yeah I did a podcast about trusting the process and I think there's something about just enjoying the process of life 
rather than always aiming for that goal. And I think, yeah, maybe maybe I am ambitious because I'm a millennial. Millennial, I don't know, but. I, don't I mean, know. I'm I'm ambitious. It's an too. interesting topic. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely ambitious too, and <laughs> we can't deny that in the finance community, well, in the financial independence community, yeah. people get um, yeah very fixated on oh this number, you know, when when I achieve the financial independence, then life will be rosy and wonderful, and I can so resonate with that myself i think yes you know be a good steward of your money work for that financial independence but yeah also as um let me try and get this right as david the recent guest said try to create that life Mm -hmm. now that you don't want to retire from so that you're living purposefully and yeah and doing lots of things with your time so i i think that's that's fantastic and it sounds like you've started the podcast but you've also started uh, a coaching practice as well. So that's uh, another avenue yeah. of, of, of being creative. So did you start 100%. that after the podcast or were they, were they a joint venture? So I started it um, before the podcast, actually. So I started doing coaching and then I realized that I wanted to, because coaching, you don't really tell people about yourself. It's kind of more about the other person that you're coaching. Yeah. And so there was loads of things that I learned in that year, particularly that I just really wanted to like get out. And I also wanted people to know more about me mm-hmm. as well. And that's kind of how it started as well. There was many reasons why I started the podcast. Um, and one of them was also so that people got to know my story and my passions and why and what I believe and what's behind the coaching mm-hmm. and, and that kind of thing. So um, I started it probably maybe seven months or so after. Okay. Yeah. I'm, and I must say, the yeah. you sent through a, a podcast pack to me uh, some, some months ago, <laughs> like a PDF and all of the things that you just described. So why you started the podcast, what the ethos is, who your target audience is. I was like, wow, this, this is professional. <laughs> wow. If only I could do something like this. Whoa. <laughs> and I just, I just reach out to someone and say, would you like to come on my podcast? <laughs> It'll be fun, I promise oh. you. <laughs> so I've, uh, I've yeah, learned I'm a thing a or two from, yeah. from the way that you, you do things, that's for sure. So uh, well, well done to you. I could definitely take a page or two out of your book. <laughs> would you encourage other people then to to be bold. So if they, they're thinking about starting up a coaching practice or if they want to start up a business idea, do you think now is a good time to, to start that? Um, coaching. Do you know what? I've actually found that right now the best thing to start, which is quite difficult to do if you don't have the right credentials, is doing therapy and coaching people through a me- like a mental health lens mm. because a lot of people are going through a lot of mental health issues obviously pandemic um being at home just everything that's been going on in the world and also just the fact that over the last couple of years um the things that have been happening and the fact that people have been a lot are more reflective and things like that there's a yeah. there's a big need for mental health and i think if people were thinking of doing coaching i think that's probably the best way to go like a mental health mm. lens having yeah doing therapy um 
would be good because at least you'll be able to cover really both points yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Really, really good point. And I think you're you're spot on that there's going to be increased need for that after the pandemic. And it's mm-hmm. it's something that will, if you manage think, to get to, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, and I think um, social media has done a really good job of like making it normal to do, to have mental health days, like looking after yourself, having a therapist. Like there's a lot, especially if you're a woman, there's a lot of things that are, encouraging of of that kind of practice so i think a lot more people will be open about that i don't know when when it comes to men if it's different but Mm -hmm. i think a lot more women would be open to having um, a therapist and doing mental health so i think that's the best way to to go to be honest um, within that very good so i'm going to start wrapping up the podcast shortly now but there's a series of questions that i always ask all my guests right at the end of the podcast and this is the first question. Can you name an embarrassing financial memory or purchase? Yeah, so my my first car like packed up and I was just like, I need a car. Like my workplace was about 20 minutes drive. So I needed to have a car and I just thought I've got this credit card. I'll be able to pay it back. It's fine. I'll be able to do it in a year. Like it's fine. And I wasn't able to pay it back in that year. Oh, <laughs> wow. Well, that's a really yeah, good but, one. Um, yeah. That's a really good one. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> and can you can you recommend a maybe not a personal finance uh, podcast, but just a podcast resource that you mm-hmm. you really enjoy and you think other other listeners would would appreciate? I would say the Dave Ramsey, the the steps to financial success yeah, one. Yeah. Can't remember the the, the baby steps yeah. or something. I think that was really good. I listened to the audio, the audio book and it actually really helped alongside my sister. That was one of the resources I used. Um, so one of the big things that they tell you is about having an emergency fund. I have one of those now. Um, also like increasing your pension to about 15%. That's something I've done now. Like those little things, you know, you need to start doing that. So I think um, for people that are starting out just like me, Dave Ramsey is probably a good one. Dave Ramsey. Absolutely. Also Mama Furfa is really great. Yourself is also really great. So uh. yeah. I think that's I think how I became acquainted with your with your podcast was through Mama Fofa because you had her on your podcast didn't you yes absolutely yeah I love her she's lovely yeah she's lovely I've had her on this podcast as well she was my special guest for episode number 50 and uh, she has a lot of really interesting insights so it's a pleasure to to speak to her yeah great and do tell us, where can the listeners go and find you? So if they want to listen to the podcast or more yeah. about you online, where can they go? So they can check out my website, which is kingdomlifecoach.co.uk. Um, I've also got a podcast called You Are The Salt, so you can find that on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere pretty much. Um, and also if you want to email me, you can email me at info at kingdomlifecoaching.co.uk. Fantastic. So I'll make sure all of those... Uh, it, all of that information is in the show notes for people to find and I just want to say thank you so much for coming on the podcast and having a chat it's been really really interesting being able to, to grill you a little bit about oh gosh faith business money matters we've, we've covered it all tonight <laughs> yeah I need to you need to cover mine yeah now. of course so with pleasure make let's happen. make it happen with pleasure <laughs> thank you so much Louis thank you so all right, much bye so there you have it guys that's the conclusion of the episode i want to thank louis for coming on the podcast this week 
As always, please come back next Wednesday. I've got a very special episode coming out next Wednesday. I really enjoyed this conversation with someone that I've admired for a long time. So I'm not going to spoil who it is yet, but make sure you come back next Wednesday and check out that episode. I'm yet to edit it, but I know it's going to be a good one. Until then, bye now.